Welcome to the Single Wives Podcast, a place to explore ways to both survive and thrive. I'm Terry, And I'm Wendy. And we'll be your hosts. So let's get this conversation going. Hello, listeners of the Single Wives Podcast. Wendy here today. Just thought I would check in. I know it's been a while Terry and I have been talking and praying and thinking and um, thought it was just about time to kind of let you know what's going on in our lives, or at least in mine today. Um, So several weeks back, um, I was diagnosed with uh, Hodgkin's lymphoma, a type of cancer that um, typically is very curable. my age makes it a little more tricky, but um, the intent is about six months of chemo and with the goal of curing this thing within me. I started chemo last week and um, it, it's been a ride this week. It's been uh, something I can never really fully prepare for, and yet God has been the most kind and close and wonderful Father God I could ever ask for. We've discussed a lot of different options and what we are thinking, what we would like to do uh, with the topic of single wives. The Wow, the, the response has been overwhelming. I, we've heard from so, so many people, whether it's been email, um, Facebook, uh, social media. Uh, we know you're out there. We, we have such a heart to walk with you. But as we've looked at kind of where the podcast is taking us, uh, we've also kind of realized that Terry and I really do share a very, very similar heart uh, f- to, to just walk beside women in general. Um, now, that includes single wives, of course, and so we want to um, continue to to offer topics that will assist and you know, educate and, and just be a source of encouragement and depth in your life, and that is um, kind of where we're, we're looking at taking this podcast, this work that we're doing sort of more in that direction. In the coming months, you'll notice that our podcasts were were cutting down to about that um, six to 10 minute mark where we can focus really in on, you know, a topic, an encouragement, a point of education, whether it's around single wives, living in difficult marriages, or even just being a woman of God in a very, very broken world. As I've been sitting a lot more <laughs> these last couple of weeks, I've been really just asking God, what, what would you say to me? What would you say to me right now in this place? God, you know uh, the, the things that I have struggled with. You know the current things going on, whether it's relationship-oriented, friendship-oriented, 
health-oriented in any category of my life, God, you know. And what would you say to me? Our pastor at the church I go to has started a sermon series on the Sermon on the Mount. And so as I've sat just kind of looking out the window um, from my home, I can I can see the mountains and the trees and just birds flying everywhere and trying to just be still and know what God would have for me right now. I started reading the Sermon on the Mount in Matthew 5, and I got through the the blessed are the section, and sort of it goes then into, you know, you're the light of the world, a city set on the hill, you know, we can't hide. And then it has this, this strange verse that says, unless your righteousness exceeds that of the scribes and Pharisees, then really you have no place in the kingdom. And I've heard that verse a lot, and I kind of skim past it, keep reading, move on, really nothing to see here kind of attitude. But I was I was stopped this time. It's like God said, Wendy, what does that really mean here? What am I trying to tell you? And it was probably two or three days of me reading through the Sermon on the Mount, getting to that verse, and just stopping and saying, God, I don't know what this means. I really, really don't. Can you can you show me? It was probably the next day after praying that that um, I read through Sermon on the Mount, got to that verse. Instead of stopping this time, however, I decided to just pause. You know, kind of the semicolon mentality, and then picked up reading and continuing to read. Uh, what Jesus was saying on the mount so long ago, and what he's really trying to say now. The passage goes directly into a section where he's talking about, you know, the law says you shouldn't murder, but I say, wow, don't be angry with your brother. Don't call him a fool. Don't be unkind to your brother. And then he's talking about, you know, the law says you should not commit adultery. But I'm saying, you know, if you look at someone with lust in your heart, you're really committing that sin already. Um, and, and as I as I kept reading and and hearing those words from Jesus, the law says this, but I say this. It really, really began to um, set firmly in my heart what the verse meant that I had just a bit of angst about. How can my righteousness exceed that of the scribes and Pharisees? I mean, really, they were the cream of the crop in the day of Jesus. They knew the scripture. They were the seminary professionals of the day. How can my righteousness exceed who they were and what they did? As I thought about the scribes and Pharisees, I began to just kind of study and look at a bit of, of who they who they were, what they did. They took the law and took it to the extreme. I mean, they would tithe every spice. They would, you know, even create rules to help them make sure they didn't break the law. And that's 
when that verse kind of exploded in my mind. I grew up in a, a faith tradition where, um, yeah, sometimes the it was all about the rules. It was all about don't do this, don't do that, do this, do that. But it was always kind of a system of, I, I don't know that I'm ever getting it right because it's a do and a don't. At times, I even you know, found that we we created parameters, right, to keep us from even getting close to breaking the law, you know, and, you know, you can't go here because it might lead to this, which would lead to this, which would, you know, break the law. And so, you know, I'm not condemning that. I think, you know, there, there are great benefits to having boundaries in place in our lives, um, if if I know there are certain struggles in my life, then I do attempt to stay away from temptation, um, things that will easily lead me into going against what I really know to be right. And yet, we get so caught up sometimes in how do I how do I create more rules? to do this so perfectly right that we forget Jesus saying, yeah, the law says this, but I'm saying this. Be kind to your brother. Um, Look at one another with purity and love because you see them as image bearers of God. It's, it's, It's not about legalities. It's not about... Um, that sense of do's and don'ts. It's about, here is my brother, here is my sister, and I can love them and support them and be kind to them because regardless of what they've done or what they do, they do bear the image of God just like I do. They struggle to live and get by um, in, in a world of abuse, of evil, of hardship, just like we do, just like I do. That doesn't mean I have to spend all my time with them. doesn't mean I have to spend any time with them, actually. But it does shift the perspective of how I see them. And I would just like to offer that bit of encouragement to you today. Maybe there's someone uh, listening who um, is struggling with that perspective of, of being caught in creating rules and not understanding. God, why is this not working? Why is he this way? Why is she this way? Why am I this way? Um. When bottom line, what it's going to go back to is, hey, here are Ten Commandments. This is what the law says. Beyond that, there is love and grace. Uh, There are boundaries and truth as well. But um, think about the words in Micah 6.8. He has shown you, oh man, what is good and what does the Lord require? but to do justice, to love kindness, and to walk humbly with your God. So how does my righteousness exceed that of the scribes and Pharisees? 
comes down to justice, kindness, humility. And that changes our perspective on how we see each other, how we see ourselves, how we see our God. And thankfully, in this hard season of life, it changes how I see my day today. So I would encourage you, ask God, how can I do justice today? How can I love kindness? How can I walk humbly with you, God? It makes a difference. Thanks for listening. Thank you for connecting with us for another week. Please continue to check out our resources on our website at singlewives.org and also on our social media platforms. If you find the podcast to be helpful, please share it with others who are also looking for a community. And if you like what you hear, please leave a review. Until next week.